All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome back after an extended absence. I am SoloBase15, here with my good friend Zareth, bringing you all the news that's fit to gossip about. Zareth, how are you today? Oh, I'm, I'm much better than last week, Solo. Um, yeah, so, sorry to everyone who wanted to listen to our cast. We actually had a ton of stuff to talk about, and I just couldn't couldn't do it. Wasn't physically capable. Uh, and now I'm physically capable of it. The question is, am I mentally capable of it? The question is, do I want to? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> am I emotionally capable of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, 3v3 is over, so at least <clears throat> there's that mentally yeah out of that you know i know a lot a lot of people are like yeah well i i'm already tired of 3v3 after like the first match and stuff and i'm not i've never really liked that i i, I like the break i i think that it's a nice nice break from 5v5 because 5v5 gets a little bit hectic and intense in my opinion um threes is a little bit more i don't know it's kind of the place that you test a lot of stuff that I test a lot of stuff, but toward the end of the, of the three V three season, I am, I'm just like, you know what? Not that I want hell week to get here, but that just means we're done with threes and I'm good with that. <laughs> right. Yeah. My problem with three V three, quite honestly, I don't mind three V three. Most times I especially didn't like it this time because of the stupid Leacron, or I should say Drogonacron, because that thing was not balanced for 3v3. In 5v5, it's, it's, I think it's perfectly balanced for 5v5, where it's going to be good. Um, just in 3v3, it's, it's a train wreck. <laughs> so, I'm... That's why I'm happy 3v3 is over. I actually didn't mind any other team. And I successfully used the Drogon Kron to win a bunch of times. I just didn't enjoy it. Um, so, you know, there's that. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. The... I will say that yeah the the Leia the Leia it, it caused caused a wrinkle that you know I wasn't used we were we're not used to fighting her obviously you know I mean maybe you a little bit more because because of territory wars and stuff but uh, for the most part I mean she's still so new that it's it's a challenge to to kind of I, I don't know I didn't know what to expect I, the first time I fought her was on stream in GAC because no one in my no one in my shard had her I'd never fought her anywhere yeah. else yeah i have um, it i have so i fought her beforehand because my shard mate got her like day two essentially um but yeah it, it, it just wasn't balanced for 3v3 that's that's the big problem um light is still going to cause all sorts of problems in 5v5 but i kind of feel like She's not going to be the stone wall that she was in 3v3. Yeah, I mean, probably not. I I think so. I I still think there's going to be value to putting her on defense. And well, I know that there's a at least a podcast question talking about about what what the plan is with her. So we could talk about that more fully. But I guess all I'll say is uh, to start with. 
it's not just that she's going to be really strong on defense. It's also that I don't know how to beat her. Really, like I, I, there's a lot of people who will have zero experience with fighting her in fives, and it's going to look different. Like uh, Jedi Master Luke, I guess there was a comp that could beat her sometimes, at least not not super consistently, but somewhat consistently with with Jedi Luke and Cal, yeah. and. So you get some ex- experience doing that for some people, the people who had Cal before the season, anyways. And otherwise, I just don't know what Jedi Master Luke against Leia looks like. I mean, I watched uh, I watched a video of it, uh, you know. But there's gonna be a lot. There's gonna be that learning curve again, and that, sure. that's what the cycle we go through for all the GLs of like. If I could watch myself when Jabba first came out and trying to use, if I used Jedi Master Luke, I, I bet that I could find 20 mistakes in one match or more that I would make. Yeah, uh, the the nice part about Luke versus Leia is literally just mark the Leia and kill her. And if you kill her before she gets to ult, congrats, you won. Like that, it, it, it's... I say it's that simple. It's not necessarily that simple of a fight, but that's like the win condition. Can you kill Leia before she gets to ult? It's not like, um, you know, the Leviathan counter with Empire where it's like, okay, step one, you have to do this. Step two, you have to do that. Step three, does it have a thermal? Yes, then do this. No, do that. Like, you know, it's very much just a point and click and pray a killer in time. Um, Like that's... Mm. Which is kind of, it's kind of nice um, that it's sort of that simplistic, if not that easy. Um, And there's, there's all sorts of Leia comps floating around. Like everybody has now, TW is over. So now everybody has heard of Han Chewie as like the, the fourth, fifth, um, and it's it is it's it's a difficult team to counter in that the RNG of who Han shoots first um kind of determines if you're gonna do well. If Han shoots the wrong person first, then half the team that is or what is it? It's four fifths of the team can't be stunned, but if Han stuns the right person, like it's just good night, nurse. Um, what's good night, nurse? It's the uh the old Animaniacs with Yakko saying good night, nurse. You're done. Huh. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I don't. I never watched that show. I remember the song. That is an epic song. But otherwise, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Um, okay. Good night, nurse. Copy. <laughs> but it's you know it's it it. It probably will be the defense. Like, that probably is going to be the defense team, at least for week one. Um, I am curious. I haven't seen anyone try Supreme Leader Kylo on it. Uh, Supreme Leader funny, Ky- yeah, Supreme Leader Kylo counters the the other JBL versions. It, it's an expensive comp, comp with, like, Night Sisters and Armorer and Watt. But I haven't seen that tried on Han Chewie yet. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. 
That makes sense. I, I'll I'll be I'll be watching very interestedly. It's always interesting to think like if it works in threes, why does it work in fives? I know that it doesn't always translate, but I, I always figure a, a lot of times it does. A lot of times you'd have to change a few things, but uh, the the matchup stays pretty similar. Yeah, and uh, it, it's just an interesting. It's an it's just an interesting thing of um. Why haven't people tried? Why haven't people tried the the Supreme Leader Kylo? You know, uh, how about Jedi Master Kenobi? How does that work in? Uh, so against the non Han Chewie comps, Jedi Master Kenobi's fine. Um, you just have to know to use the damage immunity as damage immunity and not cooldown reduction that you can't have. Um, but Against the Han Chewie version, all all the assists and AOEs, it can overwhelm you. It, you can still win, but it can overwhelm a JMK team as well. Uh, what I want to know, actually, the, the biggest thing I want to know is how does it do against, uh, or how does Jabba do against her? Because I know that it, like, my casual attempts, like, I'm, I'm just, you know, just swimming around in in my arena you know yeah. shard and some people have uh you know, whatever teams out and stuff and uh, so the the one that always that is actually giving me the most trouble like lord vader super easy kenobi yeah. pretty dang easy like all this stuff jabba is the one that consistently gives me issues that might just be a skill issue on my end right now i, I still don't know leia's kit <clears throat> super well and how it interacts with everything uh, but that that is the one that I can't just button mash and <laughs> uh, like just dominate. Like I'll, I but I button mash because I don't have a choice really. Right. Uh, but uh, beyond that, I, I'm like, oh, I only have two characters left standing. Like like every time, Jabba Jabba just does a really good job, and right, it makes me think that if my button mashing is about the same as the AI, I mean, that's essentially what the AI is anyways. It's just a, a fancy button masher, uh, you know, right. with with a scripted uh, set of, you know, what, what it does. Uh, it, otherwise, that's, that's what it is. Uh, like, it seems like maybe I could run Jabba a little bit better than the AI and, so, and kill her yeah. or something. So Jabba... Jabba without the Drogonkron is a really strong counter to her. With the Drogonkron, I've seen um I have seen Jabba's losing as well. So and and I haven't uh you know, frankly, I haven't seen against a uh what's it called comp? Against a Han Chewie comp. I ju- I just haven't seen it. I don't know. I it's interesting because nobody on the team can get stunned, so maybe that that becomes the deciding factor. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I I really I'm I'm just curious to see how it all unfolds. It's just an it I I kind of hate that they give a datacron immediately. Like I understand what they're doing. They're trying to be like, hey, if you hurry up and get Leia. And you spend some money, or maybe you don't spend money, but you spend a ton of your re- saved up resources or whatever their goal is right. to to get from us. I know that that, that a lot of it is, hey, it, you got the thing, 
And now you get a Datacron and you get to go pwn some noobs. Yeah. Like you, you get to go, you, you know, you get to go 9-0 and oh this GAC season because you're in a Rhodium and you just put, you can't play it in the front and you don't even deploy anything else. It's just Leia and you just win. Right. You know, because no one knows how to beat it. Like I... My my even my alt account, I, I had to face Alea. He put just put her front and center. He deployed a garbage everything else and and then he cleared me passively and I ended up losing by less than twenty just because I, I actually fat fingered a different thing, which is what was the deciding factor. But it it would have been a fairly simple and easy win for me if right. I didn't have a built in one to two losses against Leia. Yeah, because I didn't have a team that could one shot her. I didn't have Supreme Leader Kylo. The only hope I had, and I don't know if it was necessary, I sent in a burner first, and then I sent in Inquisition, and I was able to kill the ads. And then, uh, you know, after that, I, I did a different attempt, and that failed to clean her up. But that didn't matter because you know, once you fail twice, then that's all that they'll take from you beyond your final results. So, right. So, so then I killed her. But then the guy had only ended up dropping like 56 total banners. And so I, I dropped 30 there. I dropped 20 on a different squad. And that's basically all she wrote. So, um, but but I would have won easily, like very comfortably, if I hadn't just had a built-in two fails. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's nothing. I, I have not... You don't have Supreme Leader Kylo or Jedi Master Luke with Cal, which actually, ironically, I had Cal staring at me a relic eight wanting to get in but he had unlocked after the lock um like i unless you had like one of two or three different uh builds you couldn't actually kill leia in one shot at least right yeah i i i am with you that i well i hate the immediate datacron i mean that's that's a good reason i can't i agree with everything you just said but i hate the immediate data crime because it kind of it's kind of a false sell to people as right. well and we've we've that talked too. about this um 100 leia is going to be a monster for the next year uh the next two years like she just is she's that good on offense i can pretty much hit auto for everything um so that part of it's not really a false sell per se but a lot of people are getting these expectations and you know they'll unlock leia in the next two months like my alt thanks to bonus drops and stuff will unlock leia like mid mid december probably mm-hmm. and then the cron set's gonna go away in january and everyone's gonna be like but what happened to my leia <laughs> and what, what leia <laughs> yeah right um so it's a you oh, know I, miss Leia. I I I kind of hate the false sell. Like I wish that it was like Leia comes out new Datacron set. Then with the second new Datacron set after she's released, I wish that's when she became OP because we would kind of get our experience yep. with her and then go from there. No, I mean that if I had allowed myself to ramble a little bit more, that's that's the next thing I would have spit out for sure. Was yeah. The, like, yeah, you get you get you can get dominated, and I I don't like that, and I I do think that's valid. But I think what you're saying, honestly, from from a, especially from a content creator standpoint, of I want to know what she does, and I don't want the fake version. Like Malgus, 
I like we played the first three or four months of Malgas when he was released, where he didn't use any other abilities than his big hit. Right. Like, yeah. He just, he just spammed yeah. that big hit every time, and it was like, oh my gosh, I think he's gonna be good when he's done, uh, but I don't really know. Like this big hit is so crazy strong. Right. Like, like you can't withstand that. Like he's he's godlike for now. And then he'll be slightly godlike, slightly less godlike to potentially mortal. Like, I, who knows? Who knows what he's <laughs> like? You know? Right, right. And, yeah. I mean, and he's still been a huge, huge pain, honestly. So it, it didn't really diminish as much. But uh, I mean, but he did because that that spamming of his uh, man. I still dream of that. I'm like, give me that again. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, um, but just me, not my opponents. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Screw those guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's Matt. We're well. We're about to experience. At least we're one month down of Leicron. At least we are one month down. Um, this Datacron set's been really fun outside of Leicron, which has me excited and. I feel like I'm going to use the Reblecrons more in 5v5 than I did in 3v3 at the same time. Because 3v3, like, Mon Mothma teams, I actually, I did use Mon Mothma against teams, but, like, not, it's not like when she has the full team and can truly loop some turn meter. Or, um, like, I used Saw, in fact, Saw this round, I got two holds on him, um, but in 5v5 now, he's gonna, again, it's like he's going to have a full team surrounding him. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think that the Rebel Krons are going to be a lot more effective in in fives because the the uh, 3v3, yeah, like Wedge, I, I just, you know what? I think I tried, I tried to use Wedge one time, Mothma with Wedge, and it was, it was actually, it was an ill-conceived notion. Like it, it didn't end up being a good idea. Um, yeah. And so it, it predictably failed. Now in hindsight, I see that, and that was it. That was the one time I tried it. Uh, otherwise, I mean, I didn't really need it. And a lot of times, I mean, the threes, you're just kind of hurting for good crons. And that that one had some like right. more, more protection than most. So I was like, oh, I could use this for a few different things. So, yeah, and then I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I had that cron. No, I don't. I didn't need it. <laughs> in, in fives, yeah. though, I mean, we have too many crons now. I will have too many crons to use. At, like, that's always the the wonderful and kind of bitter thing about about threes is, yeah, you you go in and um, <laughs> you you just don't like threes. You don't have enough, and in fives, you're like, wow. I have so much. I don't know what to use it all on. Right. Well, so the one of the, my biggest problem this season was I have I have a decent number of crons from the new set. Like I have 19, um, 19 level nines thanks to these data cron changes. Oof. God, I hope they never change. Um, I still didn't have enough dark side ones. Like I just didn't have enough dark side ones because all the light side Ufus were stealing the damn dark side crons. <laughs> so right. like this this conquest, my only goal, I have the rebel ones that I want. My only goal is basically to farm like nine more dark side crons for next 5v5. Because who knows what the next set is gonna be. Like I need I need actual dark side crons. Like there's 
a fantastic Wampa Dark Side Grunt. It's the the one where he res when he resists a debuff, he gains two percent health and protection back. That's right, again, how yeah. Yeah, you get a 59 or, or whatever. Right, yeah. Right. And it's great for him. Except for I didn't have enough dark side crowns to save one for him in 3v3. And now in 5v5, I'm barely gonna use him. It's right. frustrating. He'll he'll be the nicest queen up ever. Right. Like for, yeah. for me, that's all that, that's what I've decided. He's in, in five in, in threes. I rarely get to use him, but when when I do, it's exciting. Uh, usually, though, in threes or fives, I just think of it like, okay, I have Wampa, and that gives me back at least depending on what I what I'm cleaning up. But that that'll give me. I didn't drop twenty banners. I just dropped, you know, sixteen or something. Right. You know, like he's, right. he's gonna get me a few of those banners back. Like that's that's kind of my perspective shift. And then, of course, on my alt, I'm like, oh, it's five v five, and I have seven teams I could kill with Wampa. This is amazing. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know where Wampa got the most use for me this season. So with with Leia being a thing, um, I had to two shot a lot of C teams because, and this was smart defense placement of people would place Leia which they knew that you had to counter with Supreme Leader Kylo. And then they placed Sith Eternal Emperor, too, because you had to use Leia on... Or you had to use Supreme Leader Kylo on Leia, so you didn't have it for Sith Eternal. And, no joke, every every opponent this week placed at least five GL. So I used the old Treya to kill the sides and then Wampa to kill the solo C every single time I saw Sith Eternal on defense this week. And it was, I didn't fight on Friday, but between my two accounts, I saw Sith Eternal four times this week on defense. And it was Treya into Wampa, easy. Um, that's that's how I was using my Wampa this season. Yeah, I mean, that. I feel like that's, that's pretty valid. Um, yeah, he's as as you progress with wampa like he doesn't i guess he is a little less useful in in terms of, of a few different things but there's there's a lot of you can find places to use him like he's one of those characters that it's not it's not like um well, kind of outgrown him yeah you know like he's he's just keeps being good right which makes me happy i i mean i i also I also just want Wampa to be good, frankly. That's fair. I, I do enjoy the roar, and then all of a sudden the team disappears when you're like three minutes into the fight. Yeah, it's it's so fun, man. I, I love it when, yeah, like or the, the whole team implodes. You're just like, for some yeah. reason, I like maybe I'm not paying attention to their, uh, <laughs> I'm not paying attention to, to, to all of the dots that are on them. And like, you know, right. The, the other night I used Wampa. Uh, I mean, no one's modded well in Erodium Four, so that that's that's part of the beauty of it. Like this guy has two million sure. more GP than me. Put Star Killer down. My Relic Three Wampa goes in and just rips the hell out of him. <laughs> right. Because right. uh, you know, and if I tried that, even with my Relic uh, Eight Wampa in Kyber One, uh, like Star Killer, <laughs> just be like, get that crap out of here. Like, just right. knock, knock, knock it off. Like, stop it. That. No means no, Wampa, and uh, you know that it's it's just a difference, of course. Uh, that this just how how it goes, but but yeah, it was 
it's just fun, man. Like Starkiller had like 20 dots and I was like, take a turn, Starkiller. And he did. And he died of sadness. And it was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I want you to <laughs> more deaths by sadness. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it does. Um, yeah, I, it's uh, man. Wampa. He is though. Like, I, I used them. I'm pretty sure I used them every round this, this week. I, I was in a top thirty pod this week, and I'm pretty sure I used Wampa every single round. It might have been as a cleanup to C, but if I didn't have him, cleaning up C in three v three isn't necessarily easy. Um, so he came in super handy for me. Yeah, that that's how I cleared. I'm trying to remember if I won the match. I don't. I don't. I don't think I did it last week. Yeah, because this week I I I went undefeated with the with my main. But um, yeah, my opponent. I was Doctor Payton. I barely lost to him. He uh, but he had the uh, it was last that was last week. Um, he put the turtle in the back, and I was like, ah, I I can't. I did that exact thing of like, okay, well, I'll, I'll kill the sides, and then Wampa Wampa cleans up. Yeah, I think it was against it. Any, anyways, yeah, it's um, no, I mean that that's a wonderful use for Wampa though as a safety oh, yeah. net because in threes, Sith Eternal Emperor can be God mode. Frankly, if you don't have the right stuff to deal with him, which I mean, right. we get more and more Galactic Legends, and he's less and less of a hassle. But man, when he was released, people people like there would just be these huge fights over. I I'm just gonna put Sith Eternal in the front, and no one will ever clear me. <laughs> right you yeah. know and, and people would be like dude stop being such a dick like that's not a, that's not okay <laughs> he's like whatever i'm gonna i'm not, i'm gonna win i i paid for my gl like that. right and, and you know people would be like yeah he's just holding court he's he's like the best character ever in threes and now he's he's a little diminished but if you real if, if you take all gls away from the picture so the turtle emperor is one of the scariest things out there frankly not the scariest but he is terrifying yeah no i agree i I do i agree um except for wampa wampa's just like i'm not impressed (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and it's funny everyone that places c has to place malik with c to stop the wampa from from the (laughs) get-go that that always makes me giggle a little bit Yeah, that that's um, <laughs> yeah, that's I. So, I I need to learn how to use the Eternal again. I, I, it occurred to me I've just lazily kept him on defense for at least two seasons straight. <laughs> He's just been I mean, in my back zone and right. and annoying all my opponents. Like he he gets so many like people are like he's a terrible defensive character and. I guess part of it is how I deploy my defenses, but in the context of my defense, he does pretty good. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I can see that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. So, all right. So we're talking about if we switch to, since we're talking about defenses, switching to 5v5 now, and there's off metas to so much. Like Unsafe. Java, there's there's multiple off metas right now. Um you know, um, mm-hmm. Ray, Ray, there's, you know, I don't know how Seer, 
I don't know how Sierra Malikos is going to do in 5v5, but in 3v3, I was killing every Ray I saw, except for Sasha's, damn it, um, with with Sierra Malikos. And I think in 5v5, if you add Fulcrum to the team, I think it's still going to kill the Rays. Well, that's that's could be like one of my first tests. Um, but like I'm, there's so many off metas. I'm really, really curious to see how people are going to place the defense. Like Jedi, Jedi Master Kenobi can be killed with Jedi Revenant Cal, of course. Then you're kind of losing the Leia counter. But you know, th- there's so many out there. I'm like, do people go double down and just say, "Screw you"? Here's six or seven GLs on defense like seven out of the 11 teams on defense are going to be GLs plus here's a Malgus for good faith as well um I'm really curious to see how people are going to do it I mean I, I don't remember I'm so bad at remembering exactly what I did part of you know I put out the the best offense and defense teams uh, right. videos every season and I mean, obviously, I, I want to do it for for my channel, for for the people watching, for you know the community, all, all that stuff. Yeah. But a lot, a lot of it is, and you know, I've talked about this for Datacron stuff too. Is, is like part of it's just for me, right? Like, just I'm like, I gotta do my my due diligence. I gotta I gotta do some research and actually figure out what my plan is. And I don't have a, always <laughs> have like a perfect cohesive plan by the time I make those videos, but I have a lot. Yeah. I have a lot bigger of a heads like of a notion of what i'm going to do by the time i get there uh but yeah i always forget about it and i uh, what i think i did last season the the season before that i think i was like yeah i'm at six out of seven on defense and and i think last season i think i went backwards a little because yeah kenobi i kept on offense the whole the whole season because yeah like you said revan just kills him like why why give my opponent a really cheap kill um right but but now that they can kill Kenobi cheaply with Revan, they can kill uh, Jabba cheaply with Phoenix. They can kill a lot of different Lord Vader versions pretty cheaply with uh, also with uh, Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but yeah, there's there's just a lot going on. Mon Mothma is going to be doing some weird stuff. Um. Yeah, like Starkiller just doesn't go away. He never stops. Mal- Malikos, people are going to be more and more adjusted to using him. Yep. And the nonsense, I, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it, but it's a little overwhelming because what do I do? Like, do I? Uh, there's off metas out there like crazy. There's going to be really strong offenses. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I need to put my best defensive teams down. Okay, right. K- Kenobi and Jabba, stay on offense. Yeah, somehow, uh, you know, like, and <laughs> uh, it, it makes me think I have to put Maul with Lord Vader because the Lord Vader team, I did get a lot of holds last fives, last 5v5 with Lord Vader, but people did use Phoenix on it a lot. Sure. Well, not a lot. Uh, the two times that people one shot it without using a Galactic Legend, they used Phoenix and just took it out pretty easy. Um, beyond that, though, Lord Vader did pretty well, uh, but I, I just think. Maul with Malikos, super duper fun. But yeah. well, my defense is going to be so much weaker this time because I just have to keep at least two GLs for offense, minimum. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. I'm just like my brain is just spinning over and over of like, okay, who? what's offense and what's defense this time? Because 
uh, you know, like Ray will be annoying on offense or defense. Um, you know, she'll, she'll always, yeah, there'll, there'll be off meta counters, but there'll be ways to, to offset those, I think. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what, like what, so the, so the Cody, the Cody Cron still works against Ray, doesn't it? Cody Cron does still work. Well, so I haven't tested it with the stacking defense Cron. Um, so I can't say it still works. In theory, it still works, but I haven't actually tested it. But it's got, it has armor pen, so I'd imagine it can. Um, yeah, I, I'd imagine it can work. I just haven't, I haven't tried it. Yeah, so that then you have to you just kind of got to shuffle things around a little bit. Um, one thing that I talked about in my video yesterday, um, was, uh, so old Ben is probably going to go with Leia at least for a little bit for me. Uh, maybe maybe it'll just be Han and Chewie. I spent the whole season last season without using CLS. I just split them into the, their various groups. Like you know, I had the Wookie team. I, I you know. Right. I, I think I used CLS as my Ufu on Starkiller just out of novelty, like not because he was necessarily better there or something. Right. Uh, but but it's like, well, he's relic nine and he is well modded. I mean, I as I probably get a, like he does some cool stuff. He dispels things and whatever. Yeah. Um sometimes he'll counter and like stun and do some sort of stuff. But uh anyways. Uh, so old Ben, let's let's say for the sake of argument that that old Ben does go to Leia, uh, you need a you need a Jedi tank for Star Killer. Um, uh, you don't have to have a tank, but it's nice to have that pre taunt. And so I mean, Plo Koon is he slots in pretty nicely there actually. And my Plo yeah. Koon's already developed. I don't think he has good mods really. But like he's already relic seven or eight for the negotiator counter to executor. Yeah, and uh, so I, I don't know. Like we're we're just going to be at Leia. Galactic Legends bring change. Like they steal characters, and you're like, damn it, Leia! <laughs> like, can you not steal old Ben? And she's like, it's him or Kanan. <laughs> All right, you can have old Ben. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm getting uh, up to get Plo Koon ready. Right. Yeah. It's fine because you need to keep the pilot mods on him, but also now make him a little thicker. Yeah. I'm like, I hope that the mods I have on him aren't just total garbage. It's just, you know, I hope they're not just pilot mods where it's like accuracy arrow that's somehow 6E. And uh, you know, like a defense triangle, etc. Yeah. Like, gotta if if he already has the some of the thick stuff, though. Good, good for him, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's hoping. Here's hoping he's got thick crons on him or thick, thick mods on him. Um, I'll check later. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I. I am not sure what I'm going to do with Leia right now. Like placing her on defense makes a lot of sense. Um, I do need to figure out how I'm going to kill gas. If CLS has eaten up. It's funny. It's, it's so funny because people are like, I haven't seen gas on defense in forever. And I'm like, I faced gas four out of the last five matches. 
Um, so I do need to figure out gas if I'm going to eat hot and chewy for a Leia defense team, because I'm probably not placing Leia on defense without hot and chewy. At least, at least for week one, week two, I, I've, very well may change my mind, but for week one, I'm probably not placing Leia on defense without Han and Chewie. Yeah, I mean, why why give your opponent uh, an easy, you know, a layup, I guess. Um, a layup? Layup. Nice. <laughs> Catch you back at your own game. <laughs> I, I don't know how to respond. I'm like, did I just say that? And I just imagined the solo said it. <laughs> Oh, um, that was good. good. You you've taken your first step into a larger universe. (laughs) No, um, no, that uh, I I'm just uh, yeah. Leia on defense may as well make it as tough as possible. I mean, I remember (laughs) it's just funny. Like that. That's just the thing we reach to for for any of the characters that. So I guess we didn't do it with ha or with with Jedi Master Luke or uh, Jedi Master Kenobi because there was very clear characters that wanted to go with them. But sure. now, but now, uh, like, like remember when Ray came out that that was the thing was Ray Han Chu like that was that was the quote unquote unbeatable uh, defensive team. Yeah, and eventually, like uh, after a while. I think I've actually put out a video a long time. Like it was, it was using just the Ray mirror to to just totally crush it. It was. Right. It became the easier, the like the easy yeah. defense when people were placing it. Um, but it did have its season of glory. It did, and now, uh, like Han and Chu, they're back. And I, yeah, I think it, I think it's going to be like that, where they're the hot, the hot ish for the first season, and then. It's gonna be figured out. Yeah, very possible. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's gonna be a, a, anything other than it seems like it's going to be very strong at least in the first week or two because people, people don't know how to beat it, and there's gonna be Omicrons that no one has mastered, like, like the Drogon Cron, for instance. Yep. Like, no, we we got experience it in threes, but how does it work in the context of fives? Um, there's no testing it till we actually jump in there so right yeah, i'm i'm i don't know yeah, yeah. I, I think it seems like leia should be on deep i'm not as excited like everyone in the in the world placed malikos on defense last last fives yeah. and i don't i don't blame them that it was a good squad it really was um on defense like just sure. yeah but but i wanted to play with it damn it so i took it on <laughs> offense all the, the whole the whole season the whole yeah. time and i loved it the whole I, I felt like that first episode of south park where cartman buys the the uh amusement park for like ten dollars <laughs> or something yeah and he's like no i'm just gonna buy it i'm just gonna use it for me and they're like you're gonna get bored playing the rides and he never does right he's just like oh my god i'm so happy like the whole time <laughs> and just like they're like he's how is he like this is He's been going at it for over a week and he's just ah so happy. And that's how I was with Malikos. Like this isn't this isn't getting old. I just love every minute of it. So yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. Because now now Maul is gonna go to Lord Vader, I think, and that that'll make things worse. He steals yeah. the, the joy a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I 
steals to Troy. And now I'm all, all I'm thinking of is Cartman. Um, but no, Malakos <laughs> is. I mean, I I had Malakos on offense the entire three v three, and I loved every second of it. I loved every yeah. second of it, and I was struggling with EP Star Killer against like the the thick rays, um, you know, with the three hundred percent defense plus then the stacking defense, so you're really fighting like twelve hundred percent defense, and so. Everyone that placed Malakos on defense was just like, okay, well, my Star Killer just killed you. GG. Like that's that 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 was over. Um so right. yeah. I, I do I mean if you if you place if people are placing like six GLs on defense, are they also gonna place Malakos? Can you place Malakos if you've placed six GLs on defense? Um I mean I'm sure you can, but is it is it a good strategy? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. There, there's too many questions. And now Malikos has his own cron, and he's he's affecting things, too. Right. Damn yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, all, it's all just a big mess. Though, uh, here's one thing I'll say that I don't think I've said in other videos, really, or, or anything. Um, My number one priority, and you said something similar, but um, I'm just going to get as many Ufucrons as I can. And if I can spam that 200% stacking defense, that's what I'm going to do. I mean, I put it in oh, my yeah. infographic that that's one of the best Krons. I overlooked it as one of the best. I was like, yeah, that seems good, but there's other things I like better. I mean, I tend to like my option to... Like, like the Ufucron that lets you, you know, like increase your stats when you target someone else, like you, your stats and his stats, like 5% on all these cool things. Like, I like that one because you get to choose where the stats go. Like you get some agency in it. And, you know, yeah. the 200% defense, like really? We, we already have a defense stat. Like we don't need that. But I slept on it. And at some point I used Killer against one of those Ray teams that had it in threes. And I was doing damage, everything was going well, until suddenly it was like, oh, I was just hitting him with damage immunity, apparently. Like, what was I doing? Right. And, <laughs> Except and then, for you weren't. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have. I was like, oh, I actually, no, his protection did budge just a tiny bit. You know? Right. <laughs> After all three hit, like, it just, you just yeah. turned into this stone wall of, you're like, well, that sucked. Like, I just wasted Star Killer. And uh, honestly... Uh, once once your once your supreme leader kylo gets to that 200 percent uh you know what once he gets there uh, like leia's leia's really struggling to kill him oh yeah like yep. uh, everyone who has that is amazing and it's kind of weighted it like it's tough to get as far as i can tell like i had to roll and roll and roll and roll and roll on my main to even get one um but that that's my whole priority that's that's just the because i have enough crons yeah. otherwise but if I could get that for basically all the Ufus, maybe there's a couple that don't want it. But man, it, it is strong. It is crazy strong. And yeah, it, it, it negates I, a lot of the off meta stuff. It does. I, I think I have four, four of them so far. You know what I have found? And we'll see if this carries over in 5v5 again. And like, I'm not sure how you can't test the GAC Omi until 5v5 starts. But. I found that Malakos with actually the turn meter cron was better against Ray teams than with like the stacking defense cron. Um, and part of the reason was the Seer teams just by default because of her lead and her 
her and Cal's abilities or stats are just incredibly slow. Um, and mm-hmm. so it was hard to cycle turns. And using the turn beater cron just got your team that much more turns. Like, it's not a huge change, but it was just enough that I found that's what kind of tipped the scales a little bit. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that's the same in 5v5. Like, I, I have... I have one of each. I'm ready for whatever one works. Um, nice. Just I, I, I'm curious to see how that changes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'm I'm very curious to see. There's a ton of stuff that I'm interested in seeing how it applies. I mean, I almost I've started seeing threes a little bit. Like, I mean, I still take it seriously because I mean, I, I want to. I, I, that's that's who I am. I want to take want to take it seriously. Um, uh, you know, but threes, I I do try to do a lot of science kind of things, sure. and I, I've kind of, I mean, at the start of every threes, we have a new datacron set, right? Yeah, I mean, is it every time? Yeah, that's every threes is a new yeah. datacron set. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just always interesting to to see what works, but then you. It doesn't always extrapolate to fives perfectly well. Um, I mean, like right. the, we we talk, we already said it, but like the Mon Mothma w- with Wedge, it, I think I think that team's going to be ridiculous in fives. Yeah. Actually, I think, and but there's just not enough of that team to get solid ground. Uh, like it's one of those right. teams where it's like, well, it'd be a whole lot better if it was like four v four kind of, but but Mon Mothma has to be there, and that's part of the problem. Because she takes up a third of the team and it doesn't, you know, then doesn't then, attack. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's wedge. And then, okay, pick one. You get one. Right. So, yeah, yeah I'm five, fives is always exciting to see how, how things expand and stuff. And usually I find out the hard way, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I've killed a, a, a lot, an exaggeration there a little bit, but I've, I've been killing Ray's in practicing an arena with Mon Mothma on the Wedge Cron. Um, I haven't tried against the stacking defense ray, so I don't know how that's going to change change it. But, I mean, just the fact of killing rays with Mon Mothma is, is fantastic. Like, it is a, a fantastic up attack, essentially, to... Because b- before this week, I was or before this Datacron set, I was barely using Mon Mothma anymore. It was like, all right, maybe if I need to clean up, Mon Mothma's here to help. Like, I just wasn't using her that much. Yeah, um, I mean, you're, you're right. Mon Mothma is a cleanup extraordinaire, in my opinion. Like, that that's what she's the best at, is just cleaning up. Uh, good job. Good job, you clean, <laughs> clean this person up. Um, right. You know, uh, she used to be part of my counters list, and it, it's just not really a, a thing anymore, unfortunately. Right. I used her what, a couple times on, um, like, sortie teams. Like, yay! <laughs> right. Well, yeah, it's like, okay, she, she can be a primary counter for, like, bad teams. Sure. Yeah. If your opponent actually places something that you okay, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll go kill that. But if there's even times like I, she used to, she used to kill General Grievous so nicely for me, and uh, and then 
yeah, I, I ended up uh, in fives last season. Someone placed just an old school, just, you know, same as always, General Grievous. And I was like, hey, we could use Mon Mothma here. And I just decided against it. I have better options. Sorry. Right. It's just yep. it's kind of sad, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Poor old girl. Yeah, but she should get she get new life here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. Let's see. We actually so talking about all this stuff, which of course is good to talk about, but there's a lot that's happened in the past week or two that we probably should mention. And the first is we kind of yeah, hinted right. at it that Leia's Leia's coming. Um, if you will, because Drogon hit the cantina. So he's sort of the block, but also not the block um, to getting Leia anymore because yeah, he's there. The block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, on my alt, it's Nisa. Um, oh, really? Yeah. My, my alt has Nisa, but she she's done. She's, she's finished. Yeah. Yeah. No, my, my alt's going to finish Scout before Nisa. Huh. Part part of it was because what was I farming? There was oh because I was farming the Jedi Cal requirements and so I couldn't start on Nisa because it was regular energy, um, and so Scout I could start right away because nothing was on fleet energy, uh, but yeah so Nisa Nisa's my block there but yeah Drogon hitting Cantina, a lot of people are going to be unlocking Leia, quite quickly. Yeah, I well, I had to make a choice actually. So my so my alt, you know, it's it's well documented. I, I'm I'm going from three GLs to seven in a matter of months, and it's right. very very silly uh, conditions and reasons for it and and all that. But uh, I had to make this choice. So I I'm about done with Ray. I just need two more, uh, j- just two more uh, ultimate uh, sure materials. So that I mean that's imminent, right? That that's really soon. Yeah. And then after that, I I have to make a choice because now I'll I'll have Drogon pretty soon, and Scout is at like fifty out of a hundred, and Nisa's done, Rex is done. I don't have the gear for him, but I could work on Leia. Like I, I'm very close to just having all the pieces to just go full full on charge at getting Leia. Or the the thing that's really messing with me is all I need are two characters. To go from Lorelic five to seven, and then I can start farming Supreme Leader Kylo. Yeah, and, and like I, I, I don't, I don't think anyone's gonna argue that that like somehow Kylo's like better to have than Leia. Like I think she's she's the obvious choice if all things are equal. But I mean, I don't have Relic seven on Rex yet or on Nisa, or and it, so it's a lot of Relic levels that I'd have to save for. I think I'm. I think I'm just gonna go for Supreme Leader Kylo, and then Leia will be next. Yeah, that makes sense. I I, I think that does make some sense. Um, kind of hurts my soul because it would be nice to have her earlier, like sooner than later. But I just um, yeah, it'd be a while since until I could farm tickets. Anyways, I guess. Right. Um, all right, so actually, this is the perfect conversation to have because there's like three podcast questions about kind of unlocking Leia early. Um, okay, 
or like this this type of conversation. I, I should phrase it like that. So um where I just need to find it. Uh with with these packs, um it, it massively accelerating the, the free to play or the soft whale type characters for unlocking Leia. Do you get a sense of buyer's remorse at all at unlocking Leia pretty much only a month earlier, but for a more expensive amount? Well, question. I, I guess I don't really feel like it might. I mean, asking us is it's a little bit weird because like uh, I, I know that you don't really make YouTube stuff, but like you, you and I are still kind of in the in the public eye so to speak sure. you know like people are still still watching us to see what what to do and, and so like i just have this incentive to get the stuff as soon as i can and i guess to me i yeah i don't mind because that's just uh that's kind of just what i have to do you know like, right i was always gonna get him at, or her as quickly as i could so sure what about you like do you I mean, Liam is still going to get him, or I keep saying him, yeah. uh, get her a little bit faster or slower. Yeah. You mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, my my alt is, it's it's not far away. It's much closer than I expected it to be. I honestly, on my alt, I expected to get Leia in February. Now it's looking mid-December. Um, so that that's a huge difference. But... Um, yeah, I I don't I don't have any buyer's remorse on it, to quite frankly. Even if we weren't making content, I do, I have used that, like justification before, <laughs> if we're being honest with you, about the we're in the public eye type situation. Mm -hmm. Um, even it even if I wasn't, I don't think I would feel buyer's remorse, right? Because people are either still spending or they're getting it two months after I did. Um, so that's, you know, that's fine with me. I, I got to play 3v3 with Leia and you didn't. <laughs> that's Sorry. probably the most important thing out there. Um, it would have been a lot harder to keep my place in, in Kyber one. Not, not that I really care like a ton, a ton about being Kyber one, but you know, I, I like, I like to be up against really tough opponents and, yeah, I it would have been a lot tougher to play these people who had Leia and I didn't. Right. Well, the one guy this season that I faced that didn't have Leia, uh, I just like he couldn't clear me, and it was you know, it was just pretty <laughs> pretty easy. I don't know. Like I mean, he had a smaller like he he had a smaller account. He did a really good job getting to the point that he was at actually free agent. Right. Oh, but at, at the same time, he uh, like the decisions you can make without having to be restricted to Leia. Like, oh my gosh, I don't I don't have to worry about Leia at all. I just felt right. free. I was just hey, yeah. <laughs> like let's let's go get ice cream. That that's a good idea. Like like I mean it just it, it just felt so light. Like, oh man, I don't have to worry about this. So <laughs> I don't know. It's well, I'm living without Leia on my other two accounts. So that's enough. That's enough of the experience. That's yeah. all I need. Yeah. I, I think the way I play this game 
at this point, I think you're right. I don't, I don't think even if I wasn't a content creator, I think I would still probably on my main account buy, have bought the same shards that I did. I mean, I, I don't wail out. I don't crack in out, I should say. So I don't know. Maybe I'd feel yeah. a little more if I did that, but it hasn't been bad. Yeah. Um, all right. And here's a common question I've seen. Uh, if I've not gotten Ray's ult yet, um, and she's only gear 11 due to gearing Leia Rex, and I can begin my Leia unlock, should I just push Ray to the side and get Leia complete or finish Ray before starting Leia? So this is sort of similar to what you were saying about Supreme Leader Kylo, but Ray and Leia are the same exact currency. Like it's literally impossible to farm them both at the same time. So mm -hmm. you have Ray unlocked. Do you put her to the side without the ult to go for Leia? Yes, I think so. Oh, especially because the ult takes forever to farm, and just unlocking Leia only takes a few days, honestly. Like, it's the ult grind that gets you, in my opinion. It, to me, I, I if if you're ready, and you already have Rey unlocked, she's not worthless anyways. And Leia is way better than Rey. I'm sorry to say, but that's just, I mean, that's my perspective at least. What do you think? Um, I would, so I would, I would actually bounce back and forth. Um, I would go, since Ray is unlocked, I would go and unlock Leia. And then I would go back and do the ult on Ray first, because on offense, my Leia kills everything before she gets to ult. Um, Meanwhile, I think Ray's ult is more important than Leia's ult. So I would do kind of like a, a bouncing back and forth between the two. Like sure. Ray's unlocked, cool. Leia, you're up. And then bounce back to Ray to finish the ult. Then Leia's ult. And then take a breath because you've just farmed GLs for <laughs> a month and a half. Um, oh, I, I actually really, that's that's the perfect way to do it. I totally agree. Um. Yeah, Ray, still okay at least with uh without her yeah. ult. I mean, obviously wants her ult, but then Leia doesn't. She likes her ult, fine, but yeah, she really doesn't need need it. Right. Um, and real quick, the blaze with a raid. Welcome, welcome to everyone coming. Um, oh, welcome guys. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um. All right, one more on this kind of category. Uh, how, so you have GLs, you have journey guide characters. How are you prioritizing the next GL over the next journey guide character? Uh, so I, I keep answering first. So I, I mean, I have an answer, I, <laughs> but sure. I'll, I'll let you go first though. All right, fair. Uh, I, so what, what I've done on my ult for, for a long time is I just see what I'm closer to quite frankly like if I can unlock the journey guide character in three weeks and the GL is going to take me two months I'm going for the journey guide character first if I 
If the journey guide character is five weeks and the GL is six weeks, I'm going for the GL. Um, that is how I have done my ult. Uh, my ult. My ult. Basically, since day one of GLs, um, if I can farm both, if I'm lucky, I'll do that. But it's it's whatever is going to be closer. That's kind of what I go for. Uh, because it, it's almost like a min-maxing theory of what's going to put me in a better position faster with the least amount of resources. So that, that's how I kind of look at it. Um, what about you? Uh, so, I mean, for my main, obviously, I, I just chase the one thing I don't have. So that right. is easy. Um, uh, on my alt, it, it's way more of the impact that a character is going to have on that roster, uh, really. Yeah. Um, it's like, would I love to have Afra on that account? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I farmed the characters. I guess I haven't farmed Sana, but she's Cantina. You can farm her whenever. Um, I think that, actually, she's not accelerated yet. So wait, like two more weeks and she will be. Yeah, I, I actually, yeah, that, that that was my, I was like, man, I'm actually, I'm actually waiting this long to get this character, right. but I mean, at the end of the day, what does Afro really do for me? I mean, she does fine, she kills stuff, but then she's also, also if you want to use her in any really, uh, like, off-meta capacity, you need, you need pretty high level relics to be able to do that, and, um, you know, it's just a huge resource sink. And the the event is tough to do. There's all sorts of you know. I mean, I have Hondo up and running. He's awesome. I have BT one even. He's he's. Uh, I've been slow gearing him. I guess my point is, what impact are they really going to make? Like a Galactic Legend is going to be a huge impact. Uh, you know, and you have to weigh against it. Of course, you have to weigh it against how much time it takes. You know, um, right. Uh, I just, I guess I look at what does my roster need right now? Like, do I, like, Jedi Cal, I started working on him right away. Even though I didn't have four of the remaining Galactic Legends yet, I, I needed what Jedi Cal offered. I mean, I needed it for my guild stuff, for Zepho and all that. Oh, but then also, I mean, I needed someone who would be versatile and be able to get those Jedi to the point where I countered a ton of stuff rather than trying to you know, outfit an entire extra galactic legend team. Um, sure. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I got, the crazy thing is, uh, I think it's funny, Sarah's going to have such an easy conquest on my, on that account because uh, she, 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 I last conquest, she didn't have Ray and she didn't have, like, she didn't have a relic eight Ray and she didn't have a, a Jedi Knight Cal. <laughs> Yeah, and now hey, like ta-da! I have both of those on that that account, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, in a, a few a couple of weeks, I'll probably have Supreme Leader Kylo as well, and then like a month after that, I'll have Leia. So there's, <laughs> you can see then, Sarah smiling right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like grinning evilly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I just I I look at things of. Honestly, for my alt, and that obviously it's just a big weird experiment of how much how much can I put off getting Galactic Legends farmed and on that account. That's been the whole thing of how many years can I go by with every opponent I have having double 
or more Galactic Legends than me. And I mean, the, it's been a successful experiment. I've done well with that account. And now I'm just seeing just how ridiculous we can make that account in like four months. Just like yep. what what just happened? Like extreme makeover account, <laughs> extreme account makeover. It's going to be a show. No, um, it, but but the thing is, yeah, I, I just when you when you'd say okay, yeah, Galactic Legends are great, but they're not everything. You start seeing things through the eyes of what do I need? What do I really need? Sure. Like I kill all the Galactic Legends. Well, I don't have a good counter to Malgus though. <laughs> and a, yeah. Galact a Galactic Legend farm just to kill Malgus doesn't seem worthwhile. But but like getting Cal a little bit early that seems worthwhile. Seems like a good a good use of resources, etc. All right then. Um Yeah. All right. One more question in the same vein. Well, similar vein, different different avenue. Um so when you still need to farm important things such as other GLs, other journey guide when do you prioritize giving your current GLs R8 or R9? So, you know, you need to relic up for, well, not for Jedi Cal, but for for Aphra or for Leia or for Lord Vader. You, you need to apply all these relics and stuff. Um, when do you prioritize farming the stuff you need for R8 or R9, kind of for, I don't want to say vanity, because JML at R9 or GL at R8 is not vanity, but mm -hmm. it's not it's not um, a requirement. So when, when do you make that commitment to make the, your current GLs better rather than get the GLs that you don't have? <laughs> that's, that's quite the question. Actually. it is it is <laughs> what are you doing on liam because that, that's i'd imagine like even though you're in a guild that's probably getting a lot of mark three currency um yeah i so i am kind of a completionist <laughs> uh in the sense that when i unlock leia she's going straight to r9 um before i do anything else like that's you know, then I will move on to my next farm, which is probably going to be Afra. But I'm I'm gonna complete the R9 first. Um and I can tell you when I when I took this account back over, the person that had it before me did not apply R9s to most of the GLs. Like I think JML was the only one with R9 on him. Uh when I took this account back over and I have every time I get 20 of the Gerda keypads, I immediately give it to a GL. Um, okay. And that's, I, I'm solely doing the Gerda keypads from the raid though. So like, I'm not actively farming 270 furnaces. It's through the raid, through the Mark three, because that guild hits the 130 box. Um, as soon as I hit that 20 of the Gerda keypads, the next GL gets Nardine. Okay. Does that extend to Jedi Master Kenobi? No, that will not. 
<laughs> even, even my main doesn't have r9 on jedi master kenobi <laughs> it's just really sad like i i i've had i had jedi master luke to relic nine like instantly um yeah. on my alt uh and then when i unlocked jedi master kenobi i was like okay well i can only get him to seven we'll get him to eight pretty pretty soon right and since then, it's like okay, I've given I've given relic eight to Maul, I've given relic eight to Malakos, to Jedi Cal, to like there's a ton of just extra characters that I've given relic eight to that don't absolutely need it, uh, you know, that not as requirements. Right. And Kenobi's just sitting there. What and what I think it is is, uh, like, he he's just really <laughs> strong without putting more relics on he's one way you can save just a little bit even though he does ramp pretty nicely i've, I've been really no like you notice it way more with this new with the jedi crons right um, you know so obviously he's not going to ramp be that strong this whole time but uh like yeah I, I i mean that would be great to put him at more but I, I almost think you don't need it need to because you can't kill him first and right. he doesn't do I guess he does do some extra damage going from seven to eight, but like especially from eight to nine, the only thing you'd really want from that is extra damage. But otherwise, if you kill his whole team, you're probably not gonna time out trying to kill Kenobi, most likely. So sure. to me, he's almost just the what the odd man out. Poor guy. But yeah. <laughs> he, he is. Um yeah. yeah. Prioritizing from that. It, it's just a tough thing. I I think. For me, it's who who can I punch up against to be able to get if if I want relic eight or relic nine on these things, like what exactly is going that going to impact my roster? Like, I mean, if I if I take raid of not relic nine, am I going to start being able to kill more stuff, or am I going to defend at a way higher rate? Uh, probably. It just depends on who my opponents are and what what things are necessary uh, to me. Yeah. I just like Malakos. Relic seven, fine. Relic seven or relic eight, wonderful. I mean that his whole existence is to delete people, and he does it really well. And denying him an extra like thousand offense just seems like a way to frustrate yourself against strong <laughs> opponents. Fair. Um, you know what? Another podcast. These podcast questions are just blurring into each other. <laughs> I think that this one's kind of going to be an easier one to answer but you've got lord vader jedi master kenobi supreme leader kylo and jml you have enough relic mats for one r9 who do you give it to and the more important portion is why um so they're all relic eight though yeah assume all of them are relic eight which one gets the r9 commitment i mean if you have I don't see why we wouldn't do Jedi Master Luke, frankly. The, the other ones have good arguments, except for Kenobi. Poor guy. But to, in my opinion, Jedi Master Luke just takes the cake. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, it, it increases his output so much that I don't see why you wouldn't do uh, why you wouldn't do him. It's not like he cares about little extra, like he hits a little bit harder or, uh, you know, he survives a little more. I mean, he's a tank. He likes being more tanky, but right. the boost he gives on every single party members, like his whole group, his whole team, 
every single attack that they make is boosted by an enormous margin. Yeah. Like a very noticeable margin. And I I just I don't see I don't see how you just decide not to put uh, be people who put a I just I, I see Jedi Master Luke at Relic Seven sometimes and it's it, I it, break, <laughs> it, it breaks my mind a little bit. Right. Yeah, no, I mean I, I agree with you with everything you just said. That's my answer too. Uh, and I kinda knew kinda knew that's where we were going to answer. Or how we were going to answer, I guess you could say. Um, all right. So one other thing that we haven't talked about yet is uh, Bo-Katan. New Bo-Katan and Pas Vizsla are in the game. And yes, we're a week <laughs> behind. I know. Um, we haven't even <laughs> talked about that. It's so crazy. <laughs> we have not. Um, so, yeah. What do you think? This this fits the mold almost exactly of what Starkiller and Afra are. To me, yeah. this this screams non-urgent in a in a big way. It's like, hey, this really cool thing is gonna be here, but you're not gonna need it unless you just really want an edge on GAC and ter- maybe territory wars, but probably just GAC. Like what how how important would you say Afra is to GAC? Or sorry, sorry, to uh territory wars uh well all right so i would give her like a six out of ten when she when she first came out um we did use her a lot more like there's no there's not a doubt in my mind we use her a lot more not saying she's vital not saying she did like amazing things but she was at least decent on the board um so yeah, I'd say six out of ten. She she had uses, but you know they they were what they were essentially. Sure, uh, absolutely, and you know I'm not I'm not saying she's to- totally worthless, but then I mean, th- then the other question is how much do you use her in other game modes? I mean, we have to use her a little bit in conquest, I guess, or rise of the yeah. empire, but um, I don't like. She's cool, but to me, and Starkiller is even worse. Like I, I, you can't use him anywhere other than the two PvP modes. Like I, yeah. I love love using him, love that team, and he just kind of sucks. Like in Conquest, I don't want to use him, kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Ironically, so ju- this is pure irony. I literally just used his team in Conquest because. Uh, Mara Jade throwing the grenade works towards the stagger feet. Um, <laughs> okay, sure. That's, but I I agree with you. It was it just made me laugh because as you're saying that I'm entering battle with uh with Star Killer, but it's more about Mara Jade than it is Star Killer. Well, it, it's been a really interesting thing actually, as I've transitioned on my channel a little bit to more uh, like farming for you know just like roster effectiveness overall. Like so that includes yeah. Rise of the Empire, territory battles, and that includes conquest, all the stuff. Like Afra, I've started saying things like you don't really need Afra, really, not truly. Like she's she's good, she'll kill things. Same with Zori, like Zori's great, but do you really have enough Zetas and Kairos for her? Really, yeah. like uh, there's a lot of a lot of luxury characters out there like tuscans what 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 good are they and, but but i get all this pushback because my channel was 
you know, and I mean, and my my true priority is GAC. And so yeah. I get all this pushback from people who are like, dude, Afra kills Jabba. Are you kidding me? And I'm like, oh, I know, I know, but <laughs> like, what if what if GAC just like temporarily didn't exist? Like, how important would Afra be? Like, she should be way down on the farming lists. Right. I I mean, and I can tell you, my alt has spent a decent amount of time this season in the top 200 without Afra. I'm, I'm going to finish. I think, you know, we won't get the rankings for another week, um, what our final Good rankings way. are. But I should, I I, I finished, I'm going to finish outside the top 200. I should be like around 275 or so. Um, but I, I haven't used Afra once. Are there times where I've said, Hey, Afro wouldn't be bad here. Yeah, absolutely. Would I would I like Afro on my defense to draw a Han and Chewie out? Yep, one hundred percent. But was able to win without her. Um, so, I I of course wanted her, but I in no way missed her that much. Ironically, conquest is where I'm missing her the most right now because of the current feat system that they have. But if it wasn't for these feats, I would never use her either yeah I, I think that's fair um she she's fine like she's good yeah. and, and i mean in a lot of ways she has a lot more utility than than star killer and the characters i mean i i sauna i i don't care about her at all um right hondo i use a lot i use him a ton a ton a ton in both threes and fives so sure. you know, with, with dash it's wonderful um and then but then the other characters are just Afra's team. So w- whatever, man. Um, I'll find another use for Darth Vader. So, <laughs> right. You know? Uh, and so I guess, like, I know that I've turned this, this Bo-Katan talk into Afra, but then to just transition back to it, I just, Pat, pause looks pretty good. Yeah. It, like, he looks, he looks like an awesome tank that can actually punch things pretty hard and has good mechanics to have him do some really cool stuff. Uh, he looks very promising. And I am sure that the Bo-Katan team, they said that she's, she's going to challenge other Galactic Legends with her Omicrons in GAC. And I believe that. Um, yep. And I'm guessing it's not going to be that relevant for anything else, unless there's like a planet like Zepho that we have to unlock or something. Like... Uh, what what do you think? If you had to advise someone just at right now, farm Leia or farm that like spend all your resources on getting Leia as quickly as you can, or or like ignore Leia and go as hard as you can for for new Catan. Uh no, it, it would be Leia. Like I, I feel it makes me feel funny that that would even be a thought for some people. Um right. Yeah. Well, because Leia's going to kill in every game mode. She's going to be awesome. Right. Oh, my God. She's the easiest. Like, Java was already super easy on all the the nodes that require, like, do not use an Ufu, etc. Um, already oh. super easy with Java. Now we have another one of those. <laughs> <laughs> because That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Awesome. Well, Leia, Leia, you just go in and you hit auto, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, so 
I guess the thing is though, like you you say that so strongly, but I agree. Like it can it's it's barely even an option. Like the level of priority between the Bokatan Mando team versus Leia, it like it, it's it's a huge disparity. Like and, and all the characters for Leia are farmable right now. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a different galactic legend that makes sense for the you, the person listening to this. Uh, but new Bokatan is until they inform us otherwise, not worthy of like that tier of of attention. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Um so do you think it's gonna be a time limited event? Or do you think it's gonna be like other ones where sta- it stays in the journey guide? Because they have not said yet. Uh, I mean, there's arguments for both. I, I think if if you say, I mean, if they follow the past, where CG has shown that they have no respect for the past and what they've done <laughs> in, the, in the past, right? Um, I, I mean, a little bit here and there, but but for the most part, if they want to do something new, I mean, this is this is an epic confrontation, and they've already said that it only requires four characters. It well, maybe. At least they told us they told us that it requires four. You know, here are the here are four characters, and one of them we already have. So it seems to me like that's it. Um, right. Anyway, like you, you think that they would just tell us, like, hey, she's just sticking around in the journey guide. Um, like they, they as part of her hype. To me, that seems like they would say that, but they also just sometimes don't say really obvious crap that they should say. Sure. And. Uh, you know, the, in the past two, they have put her in the journey guide and kept her. And we already have Cal. Like, we already have our Grand Inquisitor kind of event, which is Cal. Uh, yep. And then and then we have our Galactic Legend, which is Correlate, which is Jabba. And now, now we have our uh, Afra event, which is Bo-Katan. Like, we, we can match all three of them. And they followed the pattern so far. Uh, if I had to bet, I guess I would say it's going to be in the journey guide permanently, but uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to bet hard on it. Right. I I hope it's in the journey guide permanently. Um, Me too. I hope that too. Mostly because I just, I can't afford to keep going at the pace that they're going. Um, And so I've I've gotten Leia, like I, I can't do three new characters on an ultimate like they're needed immediately type of situation so i'm just not going to, if it's a time limited event this is going to be the first legendary whatever character i will miss on the first run since um i didn't get just to to clarify that statement i did not get grandmaster yoda or palp on the first run either but i was playing the game much much differently back then um but yeah, I I just um I, I can't keep up. Right. I, I mean, I, I I probably would try to keep up, but I I don't know for sure. I just I do feel that we've gotten a lot of really good impact characters lately, and uh, whereas I can keep up gear wise, really, uh, you know, shards are the big thing because it costs crystals and it's just tough to tough to make that work um, unless you spend money, honestly, to keep up. But uh, yeah, she she looks good. Uh, or, I mean, she lo- she seems like she will be good. I, I have no doubt that she will challenge Galactic Legends. I, I'm just in terms of priority, it, it seems like this is the 
get it when you get it character the cg has released on in december to give us something to do while they take their like overly long christmas break or at least it see it feels like it to us like we've not heard from them in like three weeks you know yeah um and it's that everyone needs time off so no would not begrudge them that i just wonder what uh Seems like that's just like, hey, here's something to do while we're all on vacation. Like, <laughs> right, right. Something to uh, work on project. Yeah, yeah. It, it's our little toy, and that that's kind of how Bam was. So I say I the, I should clarify my statement even more of like I did not get Star Killer or Bam on the first day that they released either. Because they were a permanent journey guide, so I got them like two weeks later. Um, right. Which and and if that's the deal with Bo, even if I get her a month later, like I'm fine with that. That's that's perfectly fine with me. Well, and here's the thing: it's and again, we don't know how they measure what they're uh, what effective or what they are trying to do money wise or whatever. So it's hard to predict. But I, I will say. I would be more likely to hard farm that if it's like, okay, I have to wait. I'll just slow farm. Then I don't care. Right. I'll just wait and they won't get any crystals out of it. Otherwise, if they say, Hey, you get, get her when you can get her. If, if it's a month later, I'm still going to be farming those characters fairly hard and pushing, you know, like using right. a lot of crystals and stuff to, Hey, I, I can actually get her soon as opposed to, I have to wait potentially six months. Sure. Yeah. So, um yeah ah. she's she's like the stretch goal for the year like if you if you got cal and leia that's pretty good you get passing grades if you can also <laughs> if you can also get bo-katan then you know you, you get a gold star as well <laughs> oh man um <laughs> oh yeah uh the last the last quote-unquote big news i guess you could say is They've so they came out with the you know, every year they do the um extra life campaign, the charity campaign, and so this year is the first year that they kind of gave uh, you could essentially buy a pack, um, that all the the full cost of the pack, other than the tax you got charged, are no, you don't. It was a processing fee. Sorry, it was a processing fee, not tax. Uh, the full cost of the pack gets donated to the charity. And uh, they've now raised over 60... The last update was like 62000 the, Their stretch goal was 40000 And so we are getting a whole bunch of free stuff in-game. Like this week is... The entire week is free stuff. Um. Which I think is great. Like, I like donating to charity. Uh, the The Children's Miracle Network is a good one, helping children's hospitals. And by getting the pack, I am getting... I, I donated to charity and got free stuff. Like, it's hard to argue with that. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's a little unfortunate how late they're going to be giving the pack to people, just in the sense that um, people are going to be antsy about, where's my stuff that I paid for, even though that's not really the 
what you should be focusing on. You should be focusing right. on, hey, I donated to something. Like that that's the end of it. Right. Oh, hey, I also got something cool. Awesome. But they're also giving us like really relevant shards that people could really use for their farms right now. Yeah. Uh, so just yeah. unfortunate in that regard. Um no, I think it's cool. Like they actually put their money. Uh, like the the company is giving us stuff for right. you know like I I actually didn't buy the I, I would have I I was I was so sick this last week and uh, you know I just kind of haven't been paying attention as much to it um I you know I think I would have especially as a spender I, I don't I don't have an issue with that but uh, I'm still getting all this cool stuff and I I have to say I appreciate that the company's willing to do that. I, you right. know, like just give us in-game resources that we would otherwise have to spend crystals or time to get and we're just getting them for you know like right they're not been they're not getting any money from this it's all going to someone else and so um you know yeah usually i i have some kind of asterisk of hey good job cg you did so uh, a great job it to this time i'm like i mean that's seems like just a win on their end Right. And um, clearly the the pack that they offered, because this year they've broken like every record because they've done this every year that or they've they've supported extra life every year, I should say. This year is the first year for that pack and they've broken a ton of records. Um, And so, you know, I'm glad I'm glad because (laughs) My family gives a lot to charity, and so to give to charity and then also get a perk is nice. Because um, I would, I I've donated to their extra life campaign every year, getting nothing, and so now I'm getting something. I'm like, hey, not bad. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I <laughs> I'm glad my wife does my does our budget because every time I look and see how much we're giving every month, I'm like, damn, I could really we could use some of that. But I mean, you know, it, it's fine. It's just like, yeah, it's uh, uh, to get any kind of perk from from uh, giving other than, you know, it, it it's benefiting all of us in a lot of ways that, you know, that's the mentality you have to have on it. But um, yeah, yeah, to actually, in a way, I, I, I don't know, it kind of, I wonder how many people just donated just so they could get the pack. I'd be interested. I, I am curious about that. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot. And you know what? I'm also not going to hold that against people. Um, no, totally like, fine. By any stretch. Um, I'm just glad that the opportunity was there this year. Uh, and for even for people that didn't donate, you know, every, every day this week, you're going to get a free web store pack. Um, we're going to get a whole crap ton of events. Um, so even if you didn't donate, CG is celebrating the campaign. So congrats. Go on the web store. If you don't go on the web store at all, every day this week, go on the web store. You're not going to get a ton, but you're going to get a, a nice little pack. And all this stuff, like, it's a bunch of little stuff. It's like, oh, here's, we've run the fleet events. You know, every fleet event is going to run this week. And the pack here's 50 or 100 energy and 10 shards and um you know i by the end of the week when you add it all up it's actually comes to a pretty good amount of stuff that they're giving us 
No, I saw the list. I was like, oh, that's actually a fairly good list. Yeah, yeah. That's good, man. Um, no, good, good for good for CG. Honestly, I mean, it's a lot of stuff they're giving out that they have not done in the past, and it did not have to this time. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's see. Speaking of stuff that CG hasn't done, um, but should probably think about doing. So, <laughs> and the answer is already yes for both of us. But let's talk about it a little bit. Of would you support an update to Massive Damage to bring it in line with where the game is now? Ninety nine thousand <laughs> nine hundred ninety nine damage just ain't what it used to be. And here's the catch. If you do support updating it, what should the new number be? Uh, I remember, I, I, well, I remember the shock of it. What was it? I, I was using massive damage to try to kill Baze one time, and my the opponent that I had, <laughs> yeah, the, the opponent I had actually had enough hit points, you know, protection of hit points stacked up on that character to have him survive it, and I was just floored. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that is amazing modding like that is so right. cool he survived i can't believe it and and now if if it's just a hundred thousand damage like every character that i use better well survive that because like what good are you what use are you if you can't can't survive that one hit um yeah 100 percent needs to get changed what number yeah. should it be i don't know uh, like <laughs> I don't know how you do the math of it. It would be nice if massive damage posed a threat to actually kill this like support level characters in one hit, I guess <laughs> as a generalization. Yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot of tanks at the higher relic levels are over 200 and K now health and protection. Um, so I think massive damage may be 250. Like massive damage should massively damage, bring somebody to their knees. And if you make it 250, I'm perfectly fine. If you put in does not work on GL clause, because I, I can see how that would get abused a little bit. Um, so I, I'd be fine if you make it that high, you make it, it you add the can't be used on GLs, but. Nine nine like ninety nine thousand just doesn't even target everybody's protection or doesn't remove a lot of tanks protection nowadays. Um, and you would think massive damage would at least remove protection. Well, you would think, uh, yeah, massive damage is. I mean, it's clearly not massive, right? And it, it's and it's disappointing, frankly. I mean, the fact that. They have to say things uh, on it, like like Ray does what two stacks of massive damage because <laughs> one isn't enough, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yep. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah sad man. Good, it is get better, do better. Bro, <laughs> Karen, never heard a complaint I cared about. Um, <laughs> all right, so. Let's see. All right, here's a fun one to talk about because we talked about, I mean, CG is very good at monetizing the game. If anything, they've monetized the hell out of this game. But if they brought custom skins into the game, 
for and most of the time when they bring custom skins, it's for a price. What would be the top skin that you would be like, you know what? I'm paying $20. Give me this skin. I wouldn't pay money for a skin. <laughs> You're killing me on this question. Um, I actually kind of agree with you. I, I generally don't buy skins. Um, but. Like when we played that that Marvel Snap game, and I guess it's still yeah. really popular, like all the card variants. Yeah. I just didn't care. I I just didn't at all care. Like, oh, you, know, you look a right. little different. Like, do you do something? No, you don't act differently. Then shut up. Like, I don't care. To stop telling me I have to collect you. I don't care. <laughs> right. But all right. Let's say let's say that they were free and you're not paying money. Are there any versions of characters out there that you would be like, you know what? This one's cool. I want to use this one. Versions of characters like. Uh, how about you answer the question and then I'll I'll follow suit. Um well the it's funny because the first one I thought of when I read this question I was like this this isn't right um it's it's but a great troll answer of I hate sand Anakin. <laughs> nice. Um, that's you know that teenage awkward phase he's got the ponytail um yeah, the I'm sorry, milady, creepy right. Anakin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, for real, we have a stormtrooper Han. I would love the stormtrooper uh, Luke skin to go with him. Sure, that would be fun. That would be thematic. Um, yeah, that might actually get me to put a couple, I don't know, relic levels on farm boy Luke or something. Maybe you know, so something like right. that. Yeah, it. You know what? Uh, so I don't care about skins. I just, I, I would struggle to care at all. Like, okay, I'm, but tons of people love them. I know they do. Oh, yeah. I Absolutely. know they do. Yeah. So if they did do skins, like if the if the question is, should they add skins? If it's a plausible thing that isn't going to just take them a full year to develop and only that, then I'd say, yeah, they should. That would be great for the community. I don't care, but for the community, that's wonderful. Yep, I, I completely agree with you. I I do not care about skins, um, and I don't think I ever will. But if it brings other people joy, bring it on. Like truly, if you want, you know, Sith Eternal wearing a top hat, um, because oh, that's that's how you want to see him. Like I don't care. Uh, I've never. It's like all the people that used to complain about the graphics in the game. Like I don't play the game for graphics. No. I don't play the game like when they update characters sometimes i'm like yeah yeah that looks a little better and then i forget about it like five minutes later um but if somebody if somebody wants to do skins let them i i, I actually think it's kind of amazing that they haven't done skins in this game um i know they were looking into them a long time ago like when back when carrie was here i think um but it seemed like they said it was not viable. But similarly, they said fleet loadouts were not viable as well. And they figured that out eventually. Um, right, right. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, though it's different in my mind, like fleet, fleet loadouts are something that would help the game function better. That's that's an actual quality of life difference as opposed to skins would just be a money grab on their end. So I, I care less about that. Right. Um, yeah. 
Uh, all right. Yeah, last... pe- people oh, talking God. about people talking about midriff Padme and Slave Leia and yeah. stuff. I, my my guess is this won't be an option, but maybe. I mean, yeah, they could I, be. I, I, they would probably sell. I that I think that that's certainty. Whether or not I, it's it's a <laughs> great idea uh, is. Or an idea that, that that Lucasfilm would even allow them to pursue is an open question. Right. I fully believe that they would sell. <laughs> um, not a doubt in my mind on that one. Uh, all right. Let's let's see. Uh, all right. Last one. Last podcast question. Oh, can say. I can I just add oh. one last thing to this? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. I do want I do want to say so skins are great. The other thing that you have to keep in mind though is they also released a lot of characters that are they are reskinned. I mean they're new characters though. They're fully like new mechanics for these characters. And if skins are released, that would limit their ability to release some of those characters potentially. I guess that's one other factor. But anyways, let's go to the yeah. last question. All I right. just wanted to mention that. Uh, yeah, that that's a good point. Um, all right, last question is: Does Drogon need his Omicron? Where do you think it ranks in the the GAC picture? Every time I read it, I feel like it's not that necessary. But I also, it's a galactic legend and a character that I'll use every single time. And I think every edge you can get is pretty nice, actually. So. I don't know where I, he's not he's not top tier he wouldn't be like my top ranking but I mean if you have Leia like that's your one GAC cron for that squad I it seems seems probably yeah decent. Uh, I mean especially right now where adding 50% health um in the right. the current meta I I don't think you're ever going to complain about that uh I was actually I was looking at this exact thing today because somebody somebody asked this on the gambit uh, on the server as well and what I didn't look at is if that per the two people were the same uh, but oops um, so but you're adding fifty percent health and every time uh, you take a turn he recovers twenty five percent health and protection like that's it may not be game changing, but it could. It could very well ruin a counter or two because you can't kill him. Um, so I I think I think it's above average, not game changing. Like that's probably how I would I would classify it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, yeah. If you, if you have Leia and you're going to be using her a lot and Drogon, I mean, who knows? Maybe Drogon ends up being pretty weedy and easy to kill right away. I mean, 50% extra health is going to help a lot, I think. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. So that's the pod, all the podcast questions. Um, cool. So a lot. We did. We well, part of that's we were off for a week. Um, mm-hmm. um, what? So, how how'd your GAC season go? Because we really haven't talked to you or either one of us, not just you, obviously. 
um, this week. Um, so how, or we didn't talk to you last week either. So how has your GAC gone? Uh, so yeah, I, I went, what, two and I started, I don't know. It wasn't quite top 50. It was like 60 something or 50, whatever. It's close to top 50, top hundred, we'll say. And, uh, it was, I went two and one and ended up in the exact same rank as before somehow, even though I had (laughs) just the magic of skill points, I guess. Um, and then I went one and two and then the last week I won all three. So I'll be in the top 50 again, starting five V five. And I just feel like it's groundhog day. I just, I start right at the top ish, uh, you know, whether I'm all the way in to top 50 or I'm right next to it. And then I just, I go like five and four, six and three, and just end in the exact same place that I've been. I've just, it's Groundhog Day over and over again. It was, it was a good season. I mean, it's hard to say a six and three season would be a negative thing, though. Ironically, that would be considered a huge failure way back in the day before we had this, <laughs> this GC right. structure. But yeah, it was, it was good. Honestly, <laughs> I don't even know what else to say. It was it was fine. I mean, we survived Leia, and now everyone will have Cal. Though everyone I fought I already had him. So, uh, how about yeah. you? How, how did your season go? Uh, I went seven and two this season, and I, um, nice. Yeah, I, I, and I didn't play one of the rounds. Like this week, I just didn't play one of the rounds. Uh, I was in a top 30 pod. I had a wedding in New York City to go to this weekend. And so on Friday, I batched up with a guild mate and I kind of just told him, hey, Burrow, I'll do one attack. You do two attacks and let's call it a weekend. And so I did that. So one of my losses was Sasha, who was freaking amazing and just destroyed me. Um, and the other one was one where I didn't play at all. Uh, so, uh, that's, you know, that, that's how we went. Um, yeah, it it was a good season. It it was, it was absolutely a good season. And it's, I'm, I'm probably going to be in the seventies for the start of five V five. I, I didn't look to see what my exact rank was going to be, but I was at 105 and I won. So I'll probably be in the 70s to start 5v5. Someone was telling me the other day that you and I, it was it was so, at some point this week, you and I were within like two places of each other again. Oh, I mean, it could be. I haven't, though I didn't, I don't think I saw you. I, I didn't look at the leaderboard, so I don't really know. Yeah. I'm sure it was prime to stir in the pot again. I'm sure it was. Prime has never done that before. <laughs> he never has. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't have opinions, and he doesn't care if people yeah. play. He likes play each other. Yeah, but yeah, one way or another. Uh, but I, I swear, I, you know what? I I do like being in the top, whatever group of people. Like it, it's nice. It's fulfilling. There's there's a lot of good competition. But I like when I went to one and two and I dropped it, I was like number 150 or something. And I didn't recognize people in my group. Uh, <laughs> like I recognized a couple of them, but not everyone. It yeah. just 
there's just something really nice about that. Yep. It agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I could actually like, I don't know who these people are. I mean, maybe they're amazing, but I feel like <laughs> no, there's no really obvious clear threat to me this time. And, and that went three and oh. So apparently I, I did okay. Yeah, funny how that works. Yeah. So I will say the first match of the week, uh, the guy the the guy was much more efficient on the ground than me, and then he just failed twice on Leviathan and quit. <laughs> uh, I was like, he would have won if he could clear fleets, but then he couldn't, right. and I was like, see you next time! <laughs> <laughs> have a good day, <laughs> sucker! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, scaled my way through that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's good, man. It, it is good, honestly. It's fine. Um, you can't you can't beat Leviathan. Then I don't know. I don't know. I haven't had an issue yet. Maybe next now. Now the car karma is going to strike next next season, and I just won't be able to beat it for the life of me. But <laughs> that's that's the way it works. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, then I can blame Herf. So we're good. It, well, it's clearly his fault. Uh, yeah, it's been clearly, his fault. Yeah, clearly Herf's fault. Uh, all right. So, um, what have what have you worked on? Because we we both unlocked Leia. We've had her for a little while. So, for the longest time, we kept saying we're hoarding for Leia's requirements, or we're hearing Leia's requirements. Leia's come and gone. What have you actually worked on? Uh, hmm. since unlocking her what have i been working on that's a great question i don't I, I mean she depleted so many of my resources that i think right now i'm just trying to i'm trying to just just recover from that um i mean because it's such a whirlwind getting those four marquees all the way up to relic seven and then her up to relic nine and then all of her old, olds and stuff what I don't know. Let me, let me look at my favorites, though. Yeah, I mean, so weird. I I just really haven't been working on that much. Um, just recouping, recovering. My other accounts are doing a lot of stuff. You know, I I actually my last opponent this week was the only person who didn't have relic nine, relic nine, relic nine on all three characters of his Leia team. Yeah, and I'm like you look at me i'm i'm just this poor uh like i clearly don't spend any money on this game because i had relic eight on two of my characters <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah i actually i do intend to get drogan to r9 before the start of uh be before the start of 5v5 i do i do fully intend to do that okay um, I just I I haven't yet. I haven't yet because I'm working on Ewoks. So I want to get my full Ewoks to at least R five, and so I want to do that first. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to use them in five v five. I don't know if they're going to get used in five v five. But I've been seeing people with R seven Ewoks beating Lord Vader, and so I figure I should at least get mine to R five. Yeah, I don't know if I, I I've been I've done a couple just really small upgrades like. Wedge got to Relic 5. Um, some of my Ewoks have a few more Relic levels. 
I don't I don't I don't really have a specific thing that I'm doing right now. It's weird. It's weird to realize. I I don't I'm just kind of floating along. Just just barely barely maintaining. <laughs> uh, w- one thing that I did decide to do today was try to get my phoenix to a better uh modding. Like I, I need to better. Get better mods and stuff. Uh, one thing I did do, I I got ISC and Gar up to Relic 7. Oh, look at you. Prime would be proud. I, I know. I hesitated to even say that, actually. <laughs> I almost just said I got ISC and a different Dark Side character, both up to Relic 7. <laughs> an, un, an undisclosed Dark Side character. <laughs> a Dark Side character to be named later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess what one thing I'm waiting for is to see if Bad Batch is going to be needed for the Zepho mission, uh, for for currency, or if I'm going to need, uh, or if I could use Five O first, fair with, with yeah. Crex. So, yeah, lots of things that I'm I'm gauging and trying to wait and see, but I don't know. I'm feeling non-urgent about upgrading my roster right now. I'll, I'll be working on. Uh, Bo Katan too, when she comes out. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right then. Well, yeah. that's yeah, it's exciting, man. It's it real, is really exciting. Is. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I guess we could call it if you wanted. Yeah, well, we're basically at the two-hour mark. Um, Chippy would be proud. Uh oh, does he like it when we stop at two hours exactly? Well, he he's tried to bring your over under into our stream. But since we can't get banners, he's in prior <laughs> times made bets that the over under would be two hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fair. Um maybe it's unfair. How dare he put uh how dare he try to limit us? Yeah, right. Gosh. The, uh, go- the gall of that man. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Let's let let's call it then. So, uh, thank you everybody for joining us here on this wonderful podcast. Thank you for uh, putting up with us being off for a week. And gosh, remember that evil sucks. Yeah, guys, and tell her if he needs to stop being such a dick. He's, he's dragging, <laughs> he's dragging you all down. Is all I'm saying. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, I need 